episode 16 of the Brandon Lohan podcast will discuss why I read and like why am I so invested and immersed in so many books. And I think I get people a lot saying, Brandon, why do you read all the time? Like, Brandon, why, like, even when you're just kind of chilling out, why do you read? Why, why do you read in like, any kind of situation that you can? And I think essentially, like, I, start, I started a goal at the start of the first COVID lockdown that I wanted to get into reading because I used to read loads as a child. And then as soon as I kind of hit my teenage years, kind of like maybe my baby 14, 15, I kind of started like kind of being more, more social and kind of got invested more in social media and I didn't really care for books all that much. And then I kind of got back into it then when I became 22, 23. And I think as well, I kind of just, I, I felt like when I was just kind of exposed to technology all the time, I just had a bit of a brain fog. I had no kind of real sense of direction or I didn't really know how the world really worked until I started reading books. And I honestly think today I've learned so much from reading books that my intelligence has at least gone up by about fifty percent. And like I can it's kinda of helped me become more like empathetic, a lot more patient, a lot more understanding of why things are the way they are. But in fairness, it is difficult to pick up a four hundred page book when you can you know it's so much easier to, you know watch TV or watch a YouTube video or go on your phone, which is the, what's it's the effect of, it's like, it's just easier to go on your phone than it is to read a book. That's why a lot of people more will more likely go towards the edge of technology more so than reading a book. Cause it's so much harder to like pick up a book and sit down and read for a half an hour and kind of like invest yourself in it. Cause it requires your brain just to think and not aimlessly scroll on social media or like aimlessly just watch something. It'll give you a well-being spike while the, the book will require you to focus and like take in what it's trying to tell you. But as well as that, I don't really read audio, I don't really like take in audiobooks all that much because I just find audiobooks that you can just, you find out as a distraction to easy, like, you know, go on your phone or, you know, you can, you can find yourself very distracted and not really taking in what the, what the person is saying to you when an audiobook. That's just because you find it so, like when you're walking around, like when you're listening to a YouTube video or a song, you don't really take in what the person's saying or like when you're walking around with a podcast while you're doing other things. So that's why I just find I like to sit down, just dedicate, you know, at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day just to read a few pages and then just soak in what the material is saying. And like, just really like, you can either highlight it, you can make a note of it. Well, well like, you know, if you miss it on an on a audio book, just kind of scroll back or whatever it is needs to be done. But, Essentially, the main benefits that I found, like if you like, it, I did find it kind of, I wouldn't really say motivated, it just kind of felt like I knew for my own self that I felt like it'd be better for like me personally. It's like, you know, I don't really read much fiction. I, I kind of read more like business or like human psychology books. I wouldn't really be too into self-help books and all that just because um, I feel like a lot of them kind of repeat themselves and kind of, it's like if you don't really act on self-help books, they're not really that beneficial. You may as well be reading like, you know, a fictional story or something like that. But essentially, one of the main benefits that I found from reading books is that I've gained a lot more intelligence in my everyday learning. I find like every time I read, I learn something new and kind of you kind of build upon this as you kind of like keep reading. Like at first, when you start reading, it's fine to hard to 
concentrate and take in what you're saying, but kind of the more you read, the more it's like a muscle you have to train. So it's like the more you like the more like say the more you work out in the gym, like the stronger you're gonna get over time. It's like reading, like the more like you invest yourself in reading how as you know, the more you dedicate yourself to it, you will get stronger, 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 and you'll get more bang for your buck with it. But like I feel as well that if you want to become more productive, like a book by someone to study by probably twenty years, or you know, it will help you change your habits. So it kind of like exercises your brain, as I like once said. So you're basically building up that muscle, you're getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I also find that reading as well it helps you improve your focus, a bit like meditating. So being able to concentrate and focus for long periods of time is essential to success and well-being. In the book, Deep Work by Cal Newport, I remember a quote saying, um, "It's the deep work is the ability to focus without distraction on a cognitively demanding task. It's a skill that allows you to quickly master complicated information and produce better results in less time. So that book, for example, is about like, yeah, most people can work hard and most people, you know, they're very hardworking, but once you kind of get yourself deep and like immersed in a task, it's so like you can, you'd be surprised how much like, like working hard and like get to a deep flow or like a flow state of work are two different things. So that's what the book can be important to say. So basically it allows for more, I, I just find like even with reading now these days, like even when I'm working like just every day in just by my laptop or if I'm like, trying to study something or if I'm trying to like take in something or if I'm trying to just go for a walk or come to, I don't, I don't find myself as easily distracted from what I'm doing. I think just things from the habit of, of me reading and kind of just focused to dedicate like 20, 30 minutes to read like every day. And I feel like as well, uh, that just carries over to other activities that I'm doing. And I also find that reading, it improves your memory. So I, I used to have a bad habit of just forgetting things or, having a bunch of do lists and I just can't like remember what's on them. But I feel like once I, since I started reading, I can definitely see how my memory has improved, especially when I read like a nonfiction book, like I can consume like so much information on the subject I'm reading about, which is why, which is why um, when it's like fiction books, I can always have to get to a flow state of the easier, but it, t- it does take a real, like, kind of takes that little bit extra work to get to a uh, flow state for nonfiction. So, like, similarly, when you have to, like, read a novel, you have to remember, like, tons of information about the story's plot and subplots, the characters and the relationships and the environment which the story takes place. Like, that's, like, a lot of information. So all of this information creates new memories, and every new memory creates synapses or strengthens old ones. So the upside of this is reading every day can improve your memory. And it can help you learn how to store the information and recall memories more effectively. I also find that reading as well that books like provide some like some of the most entertaining entertainment of the planet. Like you can basically like use your mind and use like your imagination to create the story or create the scenario for yourself. Like have you ever read a book that you just can't put down? Like you feel so invested in what the what the, the chapter or the story is that like you know what we're learning which keep reading what you needed to like you know if you're like say hungry or in the bathroom like you want to read anyway like, no matter what you're doing it's like if you're 
playing like a game on your phone or if you're you know going for a run like you're so like in the moment where you just kind of want to just go out ahead on but there are lots of books like you don't need to like stick to one genre like there is so many different types of dramas like basically there's a book for like everything there is like any sort of drama like you name it like there's you know you have your teen fiction you have your kind of spiritual books you have your health books you have your food books you have your psychology books you have your business books like so many like kind of topics that i find there's one like there's a book out for you there somewhere like even if it's like 40 pages or it's 400 pages like as long as the book's good or like you will definitely find yourself like even i find as well I, I i sometimes tell people like if you want to really struggle hard to read it's best to read a book called the daily laws by robert green or the daily stoic by ron holiday because in that book in them books you just have to read one page a day because like it's one it's one page for every day throughout the year and then if you, i think if you read that kind of books like just one page one page one page eventually try going to two pages and two pages and two and then eventually kind of build yourself and create habits of reading more pages and set yourself kind of little small goals and small wins i definitely think as well if you don't want to read them books you should try like maybe read a book that's like around 100 pages like 200 pages maybe at a push if you can do it like some books i'd recommend would be the alchemist and um ikagi and you know there's a few i'm trying to think <laughs> can't be in the moment now a few small books um it's so like not giving a fuck as well it's a very easy book to read by mark manson that's also like so like less than 200 pages and then like another benefit i primarily found with reading is i think i mentioned i think i mentioned this briefly but i'll go into a bit more so i started reading like you know meditating and all that kind of stuff i definitely found it more easy to empathize with other people so one of the benefits of reading books that like we can improve our ability to empathize with others and empathy has benefits so we can reduce stress improve our relationships and inform our moral compasses and people ask how so there has been studies showing like if you look like mostly when people like authors say you know there's a study or this is like there's been scientific studies like it's usually in the appendix of the back of a book but it's been shown that long-term fiction readers tend to develop a better theory of mind, the term used to describe our capacity for empathy and ability to understand others. And another study found out when we read stories that explore characters in our lives and emotions, our ability to understand others' feelings and views improves, which is why I feel like if you were like Harry Potter books when you are younger or like any of them, you'd have a lot more of an understanding of kind of the person's life uh, that's why i often find autobiographies are also very good books to read because you can really like i know people that can read a lot kind of um the non-fiction self-help books like that often find as well that the autobiographies are brilliant read just because you can actually see a person's life from you know they're kind of explaining what their line of sight is and you can kind of get a uh, dip into that and see like oh this is how like people dealt with certain experience like i actually do find it very interesting in my opinion I often find as well with reading that I think I've become more confident and a better communicator. I t- like, okay, I'm still a little bit kind of shy every now and then, but I think when talking to people in general, I've definitely become more like a lot more interested in what they say. I'm a lot more kind of, I know how to um, present myself in a better light. So 
while I can't please everybody in the world, it's also I can also give more of a better impression to people more frequently than I could in the past. Like I find like I have a lot more to talk about when it comes to just general chit chat or like general kind of like emotions or how people are feeling or like I can kind of I can relate to, more to a situation I feel like ever since I started reading books. Like, in fact, there's one study I discovered, like, I remember reading that 67% of employers are looking to hire people with soft skills, which is effective communication, which makes sense because, you know, you don't want to be hired for a job and you're, you're like a brick, you know what I mean? You need to have, like, some sort of outgoing personality, which I think is, well, is why, like, most companies, or I, I find anyway at work, like, even if you're not even, like, that intelligent, like, you will... Like as long as you're just like you're friendly and you're outgoing and you're kind of enthusiastic like you'll kind of be more hired on that rather than someone who's just like a genius but like you know they're not going to be you know they're not going to like provide any kind of you know good feeling towards the, the people above them as well as that i find as well like i think i don't know if it's a well as a coincidence but i often found that and I'll just do the meditating or reading or maybe both, maybe a bit of both, but I really do not feel stressed about any situation anymore. Like I, I used to be really bad with stress and be sitting there with a heart rate like over a hundred, like panicking over certain situations. But I feel like now I was like I've read so many books where it kind of like it discusses, you know, it's 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 like what's what's gonna happen, like you know what I mean? Like we say I don't, know, I don't even want to give an, an example. Like, say there was, say if you, I don't know, there was a major, like, kind of crash in the economy. Like, you know, you kind of got to look at the good side. Like, you can always, like, every negative, like, it's so much, like, like I said earlier on, like, kind of going on your phone and, and book, it's so much easier to be negative than it is positive. And I just feel like it's so much easier to be negative and swing towards that because you kind of get more of uh it's, it's difficult to be positive because it takes effort it's like it's hard to give yourself credit but being negative is so easy because you just have that kind of like not feel good effect but you kind of have that like oh i feel like i'm kind of above that situation or this you know you're kind of like the victim of the situation where you don't want to be like oh this doesn't deserve to happen to me like i like i'm better than this i the, the, the world's so unfair but it's like you can Basically, you can you, you can flip that situation around and say, okay, so the economy's crashed. I'm, you know, I can take this time to, I don't know, invest or kind of learn more about like how to overcome a situation like this. Like the book the Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. This basically, there's a quote from that where it says the obstacle, the obstacle, the path that's the obstacle is now the new path, which basically it means that that your new obstacle that you found, that's the new path you're on. So if you're walking on a straight path and then the obstacle comes in the way, that new obstacle is now your new path. So in essence, it means the more, like, whenever life throws a curveball at you, you go with the curveball. So you got to, like, adapt and adjust. That's why the human brain is so powerful. We can readjust and adapt to our situation no matter what we're in. And then I often feel as well, I don't like if I think that stuff happened to me, I wouldn't be anywhere stressed. I used to be in the world like, like what will be or what will be the worst. Like the worst thing that's gonna happen, you know, is never really the worst thing that will happen. And that's kind of what I learned from over the years of reading books.
so like the next time you're feeling stressed, like remember like the benefits of like reading for pleasure and, you know, let the tension like kind of just melt away. And as well, reading, like reading kind of any sort of book will improve your mental health because it does, like there has been studies that affect the effects of like kind of nonfiction self-help books and found that many had a measurable impact on depression or mood disorders. Um, like I do feel on a mental note, I, I kind of just, it's kind of like a piggyback onto the other things I was saying. So where I don't feel as stressed, which in turn leads to better kind of mental health, and like, you know, my sleep's better, my eating's better, like, you know, my overall physical health is better. Um, like my communication skills are better. So, you know, I'm a lot more kind of like confident in myself and how to speak to people. So it kind of does like, which again leads to like good mental health. Cause you know, you have that kind of, you have that kind of bit of confidence to improve yourself in, in, in a way, which again, improves your mental health. So like your small wins that you make. So like before I'd be afraid to talk to people. Now, if I talk to people, I kind of like give myself kind of like a small pat on the back because I know that I did something that I used to be scared of before, which I can overcome now, which shows like that you're growing as a person that you're getting braver. And then you kind of just got to, aim for higher and higher and higher after that and then the I don't know, last reading i or last benefit of reading i've experienced is living longer like not that i, I probably will live I don't, know, I don't know if i'll live any longer because of reading but i feel like just again like you know when you're in a good mental state like, like the main reason why people pass away earlier in life is because primarily to poor mental health or poor stress and like when you're so stressed it really does take an impact on everything physically with like your sleep your kind of your heart function like your raised cortisol levels etc etc i often feel as well i think like if i read like it's you can never have the the saying you can never be too smart so i definitely feel that when I'm reading, I'm in a good kind of good flow state. I'm in like a good, like, I feel a lot better after I read rather than if I was like an hour on my phone, I definitely feel not as tired. I wouldn't feel as sluggish, but when I read outside in the air, nature, I definitely feel a lot more like awake and present, not, not woke per se, but I definitely feel a lot more like engaged with my environment around me rather than me kind of just like, where I have a lot of brain fog and I'm on my phone um god knows what like these days what i'm doing on my phone but yeah i think that's pretty much what i have to read about reading but i definitely feel like overall to summarize like it's good for you know improves my like my focus my memory my empathy my communication skills it reduces your mental health or improves your mental health reduces your stress helps you live longer it also allows you to learn new things and to help you succeed and work in relationships. And I definitely find that like my relationships, I don't know if people will say the same thing, but I definitely feel like I have improved kind of like, I've improved kind of like the strength of my relationships, whether it's like with um, my friends, my family or anything like that. And yeah, and I just think as well, like, you know, if you're looking, if you're kind of like lost and looking for your kind of sense of purpose, you know, reading is a really good place to start. I definitely find that just over the three years I've been reading, like I'll definitely be continuing, like 
there is a thing where you do hit a wall a reading and I definitely hit that a few times where like I'm still like I do struggle to say say if I had a goal of reading for 30 minutes like sometimes at a wall I struggle to read for 10 minutes that's kind of like what I can say to that is if you ever do hit a reading wall just like minimize the time of reading like say if you read for normally an hour a day read for like five minutes and what you know if you really hate it that much just stop after as soon as you hit five minutes just put the book down but more than let more or less at a time like once you kind of get into the state of like being immersed in it you will keep going it's like it's like if i was saying if i was going to the gym and I really want to go today. Like I really, really like I I just I was too tired, I was too hungry, I was too stressed at work, whatever it is, I just didn't want to go. Just go for 20 minutes and just for a minute, like set your timer on, go for 20 minutes. Most of the time, after you like you set for 20 minutes, you will you you more than likely, like because you know, once you kind of have the endorphins going, you will more than likely stay past 20 minutes and hit the hour, and you never know, you might feel better after it, but like just it's kind of like the hardest part about anything is just kind of starting it. And that's why I kind of learned, that's a big lesson I learned over the years. Even when it's like a boxing match or, you know, going to the gym or starting a book, going for a walk and, you know, cleaning up the house, anything like that. Like I just find the hardest thing is just to start. I and mean, once you start, you're kind of just, you're, you're go, 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 which, you know, it's kind of, even, even if you gave yourself 20 minutes, you'd feel better after it. I know I'm kind of waffling on here with books, but yeah, I definitely feel like I've, you kind of find, you found your own sense of purpose when you read after a while. Like for a while you do kind of, you, when, you, when you don't read and like, you're just kind of, all you have to do is go on your phone or use technology, you just kind of feel like you have to kind of like, what am I doing in my life kind of thing. Like, but when you read, you kind of like, you rediscover like, oh, this is how to find the true meaning of what you're meant to be like you can fulfill your potential by like reading books and like acting upon the books and even if you know you read a book and you can't concentrate on it like just write notes after the chapter just to say like what i learned what what was my takeaway how can i apply this to a real life situation and you'd be actually surprised by how much growth that you've like overcome so say if you read um say if you read uh, what was the last book I read? I read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People with Dale Carnegie. So that's probably a, a pretty famous book. Everyone raves about it now. It's like it's like the top books of the world. Like I've seen loads of like people on YouTube raving about it. Like those people that I know rave about it. And basically, Dale Carnegie talks about how to where we don't criticize people. So when you meet someone new, like you don't like criticize them because you don't want to give them that negative impression straight away because, you know, they will probably more than likely not go, you know, be around your kind of energy circle and talking to people about their interests because people to talk about themselves all the time. And I think like the less, like when you talk to people about like what you're doing, most of the time people really won't care. They want to like, talk about themselves more than anything. So to really like get, into someone's like kind of friend group or whatever try like get them to talk about as much themselves as they can and ask them those questions that's kind of like what i learned from in books but like with that book specifically but before that i would have known that i would have been like talking about myself all day not really cared about anyone else as i say but it's kind of like improves your kind of listening in that way and that's just one take from the book that i read and then 
just yeah um i don't want to ramble on too much but that's yeah like i know i kind of usually in my podcast i just wing it. i don't really have a set kind of structure no so i really should have proved that because it's probably one of my weaknesses because the podcast i probably read a book on how to like present a good podcast pretty well that's probably ironically it's probably a book i haven't read yet but um yeah um i think that's kind of yeah 25 24 minutes yeah i don't want to ramble on too much i don't i like to do my podcast around 20 30 minutes but i think one of the main issues i've had and i know I, i read so many books about habits and all that but it's just it's I, I can't for some reason just seem to get a flow going of doing podcasts like every week and i just don't know why i just feel, like i said the hardest thing about doing podcasts is just basically getting started on it i, I definitely find like just once i get into it i'm fine and i don't mess with my words like, i do have a few pauses and i'm like a bit like oh i'm a bit perfectionist so it kind of annoys me after but i definitely find the hardest part about a podcast is definitely starting it and then once i kind of get the first minute into it i'm kind of like good or i'm like i'm in a nice flow like i'm talking now but like for the first couple of minutes i'm a little bit nervous and i don't really know what to say so i think the more any the more practice i get the better with that and yeah i know i keep rambling on and on and on but yeah i will call it a day there because i just don't want you know i don't want you ever hear the law of diminishing returns where like it's like junk volume like the more you say the not more quality it is but i will call it there for the day or the week or the month or whatever I'll do the next podcast again. I'd actually it's so unpredictable I couldn't even tell you when it's gonna be. But yeah, thank you very much for listening and until next time.